You get your old map listing there and you'll show up somebody types in your name, but unless you have content to support that, all the other features and searches that people do, there's not going to be any relation to why Google should show you. Um, you need to go in and Google's got uh, 30 different fields that need to be filled out. Uh, you know, what your services is, what your subservices are, what your products are, uh, your hours, uh, your holiday hours, uh, what payment methods you accept. Are you a veteran-owned business? Uh, you know, it's a huge list you can go in. Uh, and all those things matter to set up uh, your mapping relation. It used to be a, a scale of uh, percentage, and they would basically, as you filled out each one, it would go up to 100%. Now they have so many in there, and some apply, some don't, but you have to make sure you're very detailed going in there, putting in a description so that Google has the most information possible on your company so that you can actually show up in map rankings as people are looking for it. Hey there, it's Nolan and John here. Today we're gonna talk about top 10 marketing ideas. These aren't ideas, man. This is gospel stuff here. This yeah. is like stuff that we know needs to be done, right? Top 10 things you must be doing. Yeah, must do from people who know what they're talking about. So let's start with um, SEO and this one will take a while. I'm tired of talking for a little bit, John. You, you cover some SEO stuff. Tell me, <laughs> go over the world of SEO and I'll, I'll recap. Yeah, so up. I mean, you have to have a SEO which starts with a website. It needs to be a custom design, custom coding, custom content. Everything needs to be done Why? properly. Why? Because if it's a template out there that has been used a thousand times by 10,000 companies, whatever that is, Google doesn't care. They've seen the same thing over and over again. They see crappy content with nothing in it. They, there's no coding in the backbone for them to tell what's going on. Well, no there's schema. coding. There's just cruddy coding. Yeah, there's no there's no good coding in there for them to look at and say, hey, this is exactly what this site is supposed to be. It's a uh, plumbing company, and they do these services, and this is their address, and this is their logo, and all well, of Let's talk about the schema on it. Yeah. So schema is a... Uh, parsing language for Google to tell stuff. It's a programming language for Google parsing data up. Mm -hmm. and if you look at the average template, which it says in the code base, which we can find, which 98% of you have, you just do. Um, everybody that claims they do them. Uh, now, now we're WordPress backbone, but we don't purchase templates or themes. And it's important because we're a, a digital marketing agency with an affinity towards SEO and you know management of your ad spend. Um, but if you go back and look at these templates that you have, they have like five points of schema code, yeah. six, seven, eight, maybe. We have over 100 points of schema code, and it's things like the category that you're in. So you, you pick the category with your Google account, hopefully, but then they had to guess that the page content is what it is, or where your logo is, or address, or cities you service, and, and there's just literally hundreds and maybe probably thousands of schema code items. It's an open source yeah. deal that grows all the time. Yeah, it's constantly growing. Also, those templates that you buy, I mean, they try to shove everything in there to fit every possible different use that template might come. So it's overbloated. It runs slow in many cases. True. Junky code. Yeah, it's junky. It's been rewritten by several different people. There's no continuity through the thing. So all in all, it might look good but it's just a bad platform me, to start Let from. me throw it into one other uh, frame of reference for a potential client. Um, Google grades these items. I'll, I often call it a horse race. Your horse runs faster the more things you do properly. So a cruddy template done by unskilled people that didn't care whether you optimize with out-of-date code base because the template's old and like John said, been flipped up 25 different ways for different variations. 
does not get the score that you need to optimize um, to optimize properly. So, um, and we're talking about SEO still. We're still on number one, and we've stopped for a long time to talk about design and code base, which is so stinking overlooked by by everybody. Um, it's some of the. I'm sorry, guys. I've got. Uh, uh, okay, got something coming up, John. Anyway, we won't rush this. This is a good, this is a good one. All right, so. Um, if they don't have that, John, let, let, let's say that they're new. Let's say that your site's less than three years old and you're a noob on the scene compared to the old dog you want to be like that's 12 or 13 years old. Do they need all of this worse then, right? Because if Google grades everything out there and there's hundreds of different things being graded and you put up a template with the code base poorly done and this other guy has tenure on you, reviews, time and trust from the search engines, branding a trust from Google, and you come out and you do a little bit, but slop up other things like everybody else, didn't you need that score all the more, you know, to be able to show up? Yeah. So you do need it. Even if you want to show up for your long tail keyword terms, which can sustain you nicely um, with a brand new launch or a newer dog on the track or horse on the racetrack, right? I give one of my favorite pieces of schema code that we talk about a lot. It's one of the coolest ones. We've been doing it for over three years, I think. Just now people are starting to do it. It's called Aggregate Star Ratings. If you type mm -hmm. in the name of your company and the city you're in, you'll see your Facebook account and Yelp and Home Advisor and other stuff and BBB and there'll be stars, five stars next to them. But all the organic rankings of local people barely starting to show up, almost non-existent still, your interior pages for your products will have five stars. Yeah. And if you're, you're, you're not gonna be number one for everything, you'll have number ones, but you might be at three, but you're the only guy with five stars next to it. Yeah, that's right there in the organic rankings, the top 10 people, and you're the only one that's rated five stars. Looks like from Google rates you five stars, that suddenly makes you stand out a lot more. Your conversion rate goes up, your click-through, people staying on the site, which makes your ranking higher, right? Yeah. I cut In the up. service industry, yeah, rate, uh, reviews are so important now. Nobody buys anything from anybody unless they're reviewed. We're gonna talk about that in number okay. 10, John. So yeah, <laughs> we'll come back to it. All right, reviews. so I cut you off uh, about 25% uh, of the way through <laughs> SEO. That's why I didn't want to do this one until last. We do some other podcasts and videos and stuff. And End of the day. A, this is yes. a grueler, man. This is good stuff to listen to. So I, I'll, I'll keep going. So, so it started with design and code base. And then the SEO went on to the content, which I can't go into because we just did a whole thing for content. Content's huge. Uh, God, one, one that we were just talking about was a user intent to... LSI to uh, latent semantic markup. I can't remember the names all of it, but we, we, we do such deep, structured, high quality content. Without it, you're screwed. If you don't have a page for it, you won't show up. If the code base behind the content can't be parceled as well, like the good schema code and coding we we're talking about, it won't show up as well. If there's no page for the content, it won't show up at all, and your map won't show up either. This is all organic. What's organic primarily? Organic keyword terms, map placement, review integration, and the synergistic effect of every other damn thing you can think of. Videos, carousel of videos, social media, all kinds of stuff come in. Podcasts, 
all sorts of things for potential organic optimization. And it comes with design, with content, with blogging, with citations, with your Google My Business account set up. Mm -hmm. um, it comes with Google Map postings and regular work of all these things and updates and code base changes and updates as time goes on. And that completes number one. There's 10 of them here. Uh, maps, I'll let you talk about maps. You know, talk about maps and why they show up and how I just mentioned one thing on it. Maps yeah. don't show up without content. Yeah, I was gonna say maps, uh, you know, you can get your old map listing there and you'll show up somebody types in your name, but unless you have content to support that, all the other features and searches that people do, there's not gonna be any relation to why Google should show you. Um, you need to go in and Google's got uh, 30 different fields that need to be filled out. Uh, you know, what your services is, what your subservices are, what your products are, uh, your hours, uh, your holiday hours, uh, what payment methods you accept. Are you a veteran-owned business? Uh, you know, it's a huge list you can go in. Uh, and all those things matter to set up uh, your mapping relation. It used to be a, a scale of uh, percentage, and they would basically, as you filled out each one, it would go up to 100%. Now they have so many in there, and some apply, some don't, but you have to make sure you're very detailed going in there, putting in a description so that Google has the most information possible on your company so that you can actually show up in map rankings as people are looking for it. They just did a massive change here uh, in the past month um, with the way they do now service areas and uh, cities, what cities you service and how your address shows up. And uh, yeah, you can pick your categories way better than you used to could. Yeah, so it, you can it have continues a, to get more and more detailed. And used you, to you're kind of screwed on one category, and yeah. now those categories are showing up well with content. Yeah. And, so if and you set up a Google switch, account or yeah. your mapping account, and you haven't been back in it for three years, all that stuff is out of date. I want has to, to say something here. So this is an important topic to come. I'm sorry, one of mine was off here. I had to go get, it, but used to if you're a general contractor. So a lot of this contractor webmasters handle roofer, plumbers, HVAC, fence and gate, you know, concrete, asphalt. We don't care really, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're a general contractor in the old days, which one that, like I'm talking like six months ago, a year ago, you're kind of screwed. Because yeah. they didn't used to like a generalistic person. But nowadays they don't care anymore. As long as it's, as long as it's coded well and structured well, and there's deep dive content, about your different categories, it'll optimize. And what he's talking about is now, all of a sudden, let's say that you're a general contractor that does bathroom remodeling and windows and siding, just for the sake of saying so. You can check off that your bathroom remodeler on there, windows and siding, it'll flip your page and show that different page on the same exact verified mm -hmm. Google account. Yeah. And then tie into the content and the damn thing will optimize with the reviews from the site as a whole. Yeah, it'll, when Which you pop up a mapping, it'll list you as huge. a window company, or yeah. if they search something else, it'll list you as a siding company. It will. Um, I used to hate, guys, I used to hate general contractors, they called. Now, yeah. I'm good to go. You got a general contracting site with weird stuff, we'll optimize all of it properly, and you'll be able to pick your categories out. So, I don't have any problem with it anymore. I'm good, mm -hmm. the algorithm finally caught up with it, and you're no longer penalized and persecuted if you do random stuff as a as a GC. Yeah. So, and mapping, there's so much more to it. We're gonna get into reviews related to mapping, but remember maps won't show up if they're not set up well. They won't show up if they're not tended to from time to time. 
They won't show up as well. They don't have reviews. They won't show up as well if uh, you don't go in and do structured data and set up your categories and embellish it and show pictures and videos and answer clients' complaints and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, right? respond questions, to reviews. Respond to questions. Yeah. yeah, asking and answering your own questions. And yep. uh, they love user-submitted photos. We've recently found that yeah. if a user comes in and uploads pictures of work you did, they will highlight that picture forever, even if it's not a good picture. It upsets some of our clients sometimes because people will take a bad photo not and relevant. Google wants yeah. to, to highlight that because a user did it. Um, but you could help people do this by asking them to. Google doesn't always like some of that. I don't know what their policy is on that, but you could ask people to do it. Yeah. We've got a lot to cover. I'm going to move on to three, uh, which is web design, which we covered through SEO. So you know why web design is important because of SEO. Web design is also important. Let's talk about web design from a from a straight design point. It's important for conversion. It's important for call to action. Yeah. It's, it's important your, for it's your visual presence logos. to yeah. the client. Yeah. The, the, How much they're going to trust you based on what they first see, first impression. So, yeah, when we're talking web design, for me, it still goes all back to organic stuff, right? And so the design is going to help pull that forward. Uh, John was talking about user photos. I, I think I've been asking for these forever, even before I felt like they did an organic change. If you want someone to convert, it's such a social society now. It's more social than any of us would like, and everybody wants to watch you wake up and pass gas and eat food. You know, like I'm not going to do any of that stuff on live and all that, but people want to see it. Yeah. So whether you like it or not. These people going to your website and finding you, if they're not seeing a picture of you guys, it's not going to convert as well. And Google gives you credit for personalized photos. So you post your photos probably on social media and Google pictures and stuff. Please give them to us to make a personalized uh, website. Show a picture of anything personal. It almost doesn't matter. I like a picture of the crew or even just two guys in front of a truck for the main shot of it, or a family, if it's the real family, not the one that everybody's seen a million times, right? Yeah. So if we don't get those personalized photos, or if we can't pull them off of Google or Facebook, and depending on how they've changed their rules, sometimes we can't get them, right? Or the quality isn't high enough. Yeah. So design's important for those reasons. It, don't overlook it. Um, I'm gonna go on, Facebook ads was one on here, and um, I could really do a whole section on this nowadays. Um, organics first, paid advertising, social media is in here for a contractor. Um, we will manage Facebook and Instagram ad spend. We'll manage pay-per-click ad spend. We'll do organic as a accumulation of design and content and blogging and Google My Business account work and citations and domain authority as organic. It's a whole service we provide. On Facebook, we'll get methodology and um, demographics and handle ad slicks and things like that and handle ad spend. You guys should do your personalized posting because we aren't there in your company and cannot do that for you. So we don't do, those postings should be done by the client. The post uh, should be done by you, video and post and things like that. You don't want to pay someone to do goofy stuff that maybe five years ago was okay, but now everything's so uber personal they want to see what the hell's going on, 
you know mm -hmm. we just put on this new roof we just did this new iron fence look at this custom metal work we did you know yeah and uh, people want to see it and uh, we just did a new asphalt road or concrete road one lane on this yeah. farmhouse before and afters you know anything you're going out there and you know it's going to look far different uh, anything you come across that is just you've never seen before that looks crazy those things are great for social media that's the kind of stuff that people actually care about yeah but but facebook will not distribute your business past three yeah. percent so what it means is seo is the world of everything and everybody is eventually going to come shop in your market on google and all that facebook if you had to get everybody on there it'd be bad news for you because not everybody is a relevant client and you'd have to pay to push back out to them. So there's a couple different things you can do. You can put ads out to people specifically and get ad distribution, or you can do what I like to do a lot, which is to build an audience and you foster your own smaller community and your goal might be to go to 5,000 or 3,000 people, but they become a referral network. They convert higher than the world of everything from Google, but it's gonna cost to play, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't want to you want to get a tight great group of people because the bigger the group gets Facebook's real smart you they have to spend more and more money and then you can tie that into Instagram ever so easy for your uh, ad distribution and n cultivating and nurturing this little social uh, audience and it helps feed into organic and everything else quite well right yep so we like it it all matches back really not smart not to call us to for the methodology and to pay what small fee we have but do it yourself if you want to but um we're I, i'm i'm real particular on my social ad spend because i know it's a potential horrific money pit so but yeah ours works well because we work it properly uh we did one the other day um and i don't know if it was for this category but it was a Facebook doesn't work for you because you don't work Facebook properly and SEO doesn't work for you because you don't work SEO properly. People that think things don't work, but they do. Just they don't work for it properly, they won't, you know. I don't mind. This stuff, I mean, we provide all these services. It goes without saying. Content marketing. I, that's my category here between John and I for sure. And the next one's yours, by the way. I'm going to shut up when you do PPC. Number five, content marketing. Um, Dang it, we do a lot of content. We do content. I mean, for me, like, I barely put sentences together properly when it comes right down to it, you know? But early on, 10 years ago, I wrote all the content. Mm -hmm. And since I don't write regularly, I would write like 20,000 words in a day and have like vomit reflex kick in. I, I would literally yeah. feel like vomiting if I wrote too much content. And, and I know that some of the writers feel like that here <laughs> sometimes, but you need a lot of content you need someone who's familiar with the category so that they can expand on it properly so that they can get proper user intent and latent semantic indexing keywords in there so that they need to be trained for SEO copyrightable processes so that they understand how to get it to optimize. But it's also got to be unique every time. And, and some pages need to be larger, some pages need to be smaller, some pages need to be ginormous, and then you need all the categories represented or you won't show up on organic keyword terms and you won't show up on your mapping. And it is, um, for me right now, the, the big one. So for, for me, this category is huge. 
I'm mad at myself for making up how much content we give to clients who don't stinking ask me to do it, you know, but draws down the profit margin that we make as I stinking have to hire writers not, never ending. And I'll, and I'll tell you, uh, you know, I, I, I don't go in there and chop content because I know how important it is for the client. Ultimately, if I chop the content and don't do it properly, we get hurt anyway. And if you don't get it, you're more screwed than you think. Um, I have other <laughs> ones about content that you should probably listen to. Um, but if the content's not done well, if you don't think you need pages for that because not many people type it in, you're just flat out dead wrong and you're making false narratives that are hurting your business. Um, so if you don't believe in content, fine. If you don't think that you need it because people don't re want to read it, you're wrong. Um, I don't know why anybody calls the extreme authority at this point. And, and by the way, I don't talk to you like this in person. <laughs> but I feel it, and uh, I'm respectful but direct and, and always respectful of the client. Nobody in here, just for the sake of saying so, in this same breadth of conversation is what I call web geek cocky. I can't stand it. I don't protest to be smarter than you. I was a contractor too. We did, uh, I owned a company, and John didn't own any of it at that time that we did just gobs and gobs of home security systems. We did, how, how many would you estimate? I think I always overestimate it, but it was over 20, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was around 20 around at least 20, over the 15 years. I used to say 25, John's kind of got me, but I, you know, 22, 23,000 alarm system installs. So we sold them and installed them. And the way this company started was that we did that for a living and I did go out when I was younger and learn how to install and do takeovers and program alarm panels and even crawl around in attics and drill holes. I won't protest to be as much of a contractor as someone else is. I'm not as much of a man's man guy that's going to go fix stuff and do all that stuff, but I'm a tough enough business guy. And we did home security, which was close to this category. And um, we had a uh, is the point the point being dang it I got off track too far the content marketing got back to uh, to what <laughs> to to setting up this stuff to oh, web geek cocky to the web geek cocky yeah so when we it was roughly oh five right oh six maybe yeah somewhere in there we were trying to get um, and I, and I'm gonna berate you on content again after I get done with this slightly but we were trying. To, but it's not done from a standpoint that I think that I'm smarter than you. I'm just trying to get you under, understand it and fully, uh, fully understand how important it is. But this guy treated me like I was stupid, mm -hmm. and so a website company we were trying to go through. Yeah. So I'd asked for content, and he got this error about him, and I said his name was Brent. I'd list the damn company name. They're, I think they're out of business now, by the way, which I'm not actually happy about. But anyway, we weren't in business at the time at all. And I asked the guy some questions, and I said, I, I said, hey, Brent, don't misunderstand me. I'm not stupid. I just don't understand web work. I do now. I didn't back then, but I called it web geek cocky. Mm -hmm. I was going to do one on this, but I feel like it insults the industry. I don't want the whole industry mad at me because of the title of my video or podcast necessarily, but um, we should do one, though. I'm going to write it down, John. Web geek cocky. 
Um, so this guy treated me like I was dumb, and that's what launched this company ultimately. Yeah. We hired an internal group of people, lost a ton of money, and years later started this company together. So we're not web geek cocky with anyone here. I'm direct and straightforward, but never misunderstand my place. I'm paid to do, perform services for contractors, and when that contractor calls, myself and everyone here is respectful. If you have a problem, you can call me and I'll take care of it. Nobody here be rude to you. They won't be here long, right? Mm-hmm. Having said all that, guys, if you quit making snap judgments and things about stuff that you don't know about until you decide to learn it about it, you actually can get content to optimize that will show very low search volume that will indeed make the phone ring. We have a plumber who one of the changes I'm making on content makes me mad to think about it. Got changed, and but but anyway, I won't say why. I don't know who listens to these things when my staff listen to this stuff. Um, but so the keywords show to have no search volume. Weird stuff like hose bibs, mm-hmm. faucet repair, stuff like that. Actually, faucets in the top 50 keyword list for plumbers. But anyway. I'm talking weird stuff like uh, sewage injection pump or I don't know, you name it, whatever, yeah. weird ass stuff. People do type it in and it shows them just because SEMrush or Google can't track the keywords in a primary market, they show up. So they show up and if you're newer, you need every one of them. And the guy, one of the guy that has been on my brain a lot lately, I gotta quit, I gotta have someone else. The plumber gets like probably 20 calls a week now yeah. because he dominates a town of 400,000 for all these keyword terms. And, and it's stuff like whole house repiping, but maybe he didn't have whole house repiping or maybe it was house repiping or it was some variation of that because we write such great structured data content that somebody says, I need my house repiped or copper home radio, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, our clients, our contractors get tracked for over a thousand keywords within a few months with Google of actual searches that people are doing, a thousand different ways that people type in the types of yeah. products they're looking for, the type of services they want. Every client has at least about a thousand. Google stops at 999 uh, in a month, and so I don't know how many they get, but it's a significant amount. So yeah, I mean you need the, you need the content it needs to be done well. I could go on and on and on about the content and about why you need it. The guy that was cocky with me was the subject was around content around the time it happened because they wanted mm-hmm. to charge me twenty three thousand dollars for like thirty three pages of content or yeah. something. Um, but man, you need content and it needs to be done so well. And I don't know anybody who does it better than we do it. We're we're constantly changing it. We're about to have our best revision to it through the staff and we have proprietary software that helps run the items that need to be done for you up front and ongoing otherwise we wouldn't be able to bring you these quality products to this level so they'd optimize i'll shut up about it so we can get finished with this list um ppc please number six yeah so pay-per-click marketing um i think everybody's probably tried it or dabbled in it and i talked to a lot of people and they when i bring it up they're like i've tried that before and it didn't work um you know i've never been happy with it 
and they with as with anything they just they either set it up themselves didn't know what they did lost a lot of money or they paid some company a flat rate and said here's two thousand dollars and set up ppc for me and they have no idea how much of that money actually went to if the yeah if any no one calls it the black box uh, billing to where here's two thousand dollars and you spend what you think is deserving for me right. um I mean, there was what was it three years ago we had a I think it was a roofer called up and he was uh, I remember that. he wanted to get he was excited to get going and he decided he was going to do pay-per-click uh, AdWords himself and he went in and just added like the keyword roofing and roofer and gave Google like an unlimited budget didn't know how to set up anything the whole and, nation. yeah the whole nation and within like a weekend Google had charged him $50,000, completely drained his bank account, and he got like no calls off of it because anything related to roofing was just showing up all in the all nation. In all honesty, that's the only time we've ever heard of it. Yeah, We're crazy. not trying to fear monger on No, it. it's, it's crazy because I don't even know how you can set up that kind of budget with, with Google. There's so many regulations and restrictions that is built into it. But, you know, when we set it up, it needs to just be done. Our goal is to save you more um, in our uh, than our management fee over you doing it yourself because it is easy to set it up. Not wrong, but too broad. Yeah. You know, in a service category, everybody's looking to figure out how to do it themselves. They're thinking, oh, I can find the part myself, or I can find a, a walkthrough, or a YouTube video, or I can find this at Home Depot. And so you got to set these things up correctly. You got to links, negative keyword matches, for negative your keyword matches. Yeah, the uh, ad extensions, setting up in the things so that instead of this little two sentence ad, you actually have like a nice little box of content that pops up with site link extensions your and phone numbers. Conversion rate, which decreases the cost yeah. per click or the quality score goes up. But I mean, the Google the AdWords is expensive. It is more expensive than doing. SEO or Facebook marketing or other things, but done right, it has a great return on investment. It's something you should be doing as a contractor. Um, overall, the, the click cost has gone down with changes they've made with the way the ads are being displayed. They've, they've kind of leveled out. It has become much more economical to um, pay for these types of clicks and to get calls and to get conversions and we you like can it. be up there quickly. Yeah. Um, you, you missed one thing. So, so some of the credentials. We have about two dozen webmasters now. Yeah. Several parties here are Google AdWords certified. John mm -hmm. is decorated with most certifications, and we're a Google AdWords partner. Yeah. So. Yeah, we've been doing AdWords since it came out with our own company 15 years ago, back when clicks were five cents a piece, yeah. and you know quickly ramped up from there. But we've always dabbled in in the AdWords ourselves and been certified with Google for. So it's pretty Five, simple years to now. pay back the service for quality uh, pay-per-click management yeah. uh, with with the details that are done through the company, um, and we're transparent, yeah. uh, which means we're fair instead of black box build. I'm going to review the other two. This, so this is number seven and number eight, and it's retargeting and pixel tracking. Yeah, and I'll talk about them in the same breath. So retargeting, remarketing is where code goes in the website and a little banner ad follows somebody around the Google search partner network. And so if somebody types in your word, you just pop up everywhere. Yeah, if you've been to one of our websites, you've seen Nolan's face following you around. And by the way, that picture's like old, but I've lost some hair, but anyway, um, it needs to be updated. Um, but so that follows you around and, uh, and it's the best return you can get on the paid. 
So on the Google side, you don't even pay for it unless it's clicked on. Mm -hmm. So the retargeting is just stupid no-brainer. And what it is uh, paid charge to you, it's much cheaper than the initial click you got, the initial visit. So 3%, I'm gonna make a point on, uh, on this one. So the other one's pixel tracking, which is Facebook's version of retargeting. Mm -hmm. So somebody again comes to the website and they've got pixel tracking code and then when they go to Facebook, then the ad follows them around everywhere. Now, that one, you're gonna get paid per impression. And you can get a website click and other things, but you'll get, Google, Facebook will spend your money. The, the Google one's just stupid cheap. Yeah. Um, so, here's why this is important. People go multiple times a day, maybe to Google, but they go 14 times a day to Facebook. So they're gonna see you all the time. The average conversion rate for um, somebody going to a website and buying something or turning a lead or trans, you know, converting in some way is about 3%, three point something. If they see you 14 times a day, the conversion rate goes to 12 to 15%. You literally have like a three to 400% increase in conversion of who comes to the site. If you pay for anything before the actual click before a lead it is the retargeting assuming you have anything up and people coming to the website just a no-brainer i'm gonna move on because i gotta go watch my daughter play basketball I might be <laughs> sitting here doing a podcast in her last basketball game but i aim to please through the rest of this podcast and video here so um youtube videos i like them i like them for multiple reasons um by god we're the authority but now people know we're the authority because we put up videos about it and bestow everyone with our greatness and all this topic categories. It's hard for someone to look at it and say that we don't know what we're talking about because we do. Yeah. And we're willing to share it with somebody. So whether we're sharing through this or through um, Facebook or, or whatever it is, we, we share ourselves with video. A lot of contractors have trouble with us. Um, but it you, seems intimidating to yeah. think about doing a video or you don't know what to do. You don't want to sit down in front of a camera and, and talk yeah, about something. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me and John, but we're both very introverted people. <laughs> I, it, it's hard for me to say that I'm less introverted than John, but I probably am because I've been forced to have to get out there as a face of the company, yeah. but I had to do what I had to do. If you're not willing to do these things, you're just not gonna do as well. So I'm willing to do these things for my daughter who I'm about to go watch play basketball game, you know? Yeah. My little, that's what my alarm was earlier for. But, but if you're not willing to do this, you don't have to do everything, but you probably should do a video every once in a while, you know? Google owns um, YouTube. Right. Google loves YouTube videos. They push them out there. So, I mean, it can be easier than you think it is. You know, you can pull out your iPhone, your Android phone, whatever phone you have, turn on the camera, and as you're at a job site, uh, answer a question about something you're doing. Drone um, shots. Yeah, drone shots uh, before and after Love videos. Yeah. Um, we have a, a client who he focuses very hard on gutter guards, and he did a, a half-hour video um, on what a gutter guard is and why it works and answered like every question he knew about gutter guards and then he also cut that video down he had somebody could do it for him down to just like a minute introduction and he was telling me that he gets a lot of business off that um, because yeah. people don't 
understand what a gutter guard is. They don't know why they need them, and they'll come across that video and they watch it and they pre-sell themselves. So let's on talk it. about that. So, so that guy in doing the video became an authority on it. Mm-hmm. He explained stuff to people. He added another element to the website, which indirectly increased the organic rankings. If somebody gives us a video, we can chop it up a little bit for you, put it on a YouTube account, optimize it so it organically optimizes on YouTube. And then since Google owns YouTube, they'll take the video and possibly throw it in a carousel on organic search on Google. Especially if it answers a question that people commonly type in. And you know what people ask you when they call you. You can think of those things and be like, hey, I could could do a 30-second video about answering that question. Yeah, so, so I'll say this about it. If somebody thinks that their category is too boring to talk about, so HVAC, plumbing, roofing, concrete, concrete grinding, I don't know, wrought iron fences or gates or whatever it is, well, this is some pretty boring stuff too, right? <laughs> yeah. So I felt the same way, but, um, and the other thing about it is, is that the odd thing about videos and stuff like this is that the conversion rate's so high. Mm-hmm. So I doubt that many people are really watching the gutter guard deal for this guy, but the people that do watch convert higher. It increases conversion. He's authoritative. They see it on multiple formats. It has a multi-pronged effect. Yeah. So I like, and, and I can do a video one time and talk about this, and then it's out there, you know? If somebody wants to watch it, if they're dying to get a hold of it, it's there. Yeah, it was the only video this guy has done, but he's gotten business off of it. He was thrilled with his video that he had done. He paid, I think, somebody $500 to, to help him do the video and bad. do some setups, but it doesn't even have to be that. Like I said, a person on a yeah, phone the, out phones, at a job site. The, these these phone, the phone quality is great now. Yeah. Um, but you could, if you want to get a little compilation and have it professionally edited, 1000 bucks and a local videographer will come out. You just type in videographer or video production in your city. They'll pop right up and buy some directory services as well for a lot of people to come out. Yep. So I like them. I think you should include them. I know it's hard to do but uh, for most people, but I think it should be done. Number 10, reviews. Sorry, we gotta keep this show moving. This is a long one. Um, reviews is important. I'm kind of tired of the subject a little bit because we've talked about it so much in the last year. Yeah. But it ought to be the company mantra. If it were my contracting business, it'd be no one's like five points of review success. Heartfelt, ask them, shake their hand, thanks for the service. Well, appreciate it. Man, if you really wanted to help us, um, we sure would like to get a review. You know, if you could give us a Google review, that'd be great. Oh, sure, I'll do that. And then they don't. But but there's reports on this. That's the most response you'll get is heartfelt human being to human being that actually cared. Yeah. Not your guy that you taught it and didn't care at all, but somebody who cared that asked. Then hand them a piece of paper. Then they got something print, tactile, holding it. And they saw where to go. Go to our website, click the review button. We'll set it up for you. We got something called Righteous Reviews. It's a proprietary plugin. It'll pull your reviews to a tab on the website. It'll give you a dashboard to enter their cell phone number in to text them direct links to your Google review, Facebook, stuff like that, which would be like a third point. Yeah. And then you can call them. Hours, everything. You got somebody sitting in the office that irritates you that they don't work hard enough, make them call your clients and ask for reviews. Yeah. Yeah. I would say going back to your in-person heartfelt response, you know, if somebody says they're gonna give you a review, ask them a quick question. It's like, do you know how to leave a review? A lot of people have never done it before. Yeah. Um, and if they say, well, no, not really. It's like, well, can I show you how? 
like, where's your phone at? Let me show you how to pull up our site. And you just okay. pull it up for them and be like, here's how you can do it. You can John do it after got a little bold for being an introvert all of a sudden. But, yeah, I mean, I don't it's, know. it's the yeah. most important thing <laughs> to, to be is. done is to get reviews and to keep getting reviews. Don't be happy that you have 20 reviews and let it sit for a year. So and let's not get say you pay us for all this stuff to go on, which we'd love to have happen. We'd love to have you as a client. Call us if you have any questions at all. Well, we got great rates on the stuff. So let's say you pay us to everything. You're like, Nolan, I got, I heard all of it. And no way in hell I'm doing, you know, half that stuff or any of it. I'm not going to do my SEO. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do maps, web design, Facebook ads. Maybe I'll do some. Um, I don't know how to write that content, like whatever the hell you're talking about. Uh, pay-per-click management. And I might do, you know. So if you didn't do anything, you paid us to do it, this would be the one thing you do. Because we, we set up everything around it, but we can't get the reviews because we're not in front of the client. We and give you every tool to get it, but we can't ask your clients to do it for so them. So the client knows how to do it for the restaurant because Google prompted them on their Android device. Yeah, popped up. You were just here. How was your experience? But the, you showed up, and Google didn't know they were there. And so they don't know how to do it. And so they probably do need to be shown or told how to do it. So you should get reviews you should ask for them from everybody it's an important item and it's the one thing you can do one of the things you can do better than us there's a few things like your own personalized posts or giving us pictures or reviews those are really the things that you yeah. can do better and then right? follow up with your reviews online when google notifies you you just got a new review on your google account as soon as you can, log in and leave a personalized response back to Mrs. Smith, who just gave you a nice review, and say, oh, we thank you so much, Mrs. Smith. Let us know anytime we can help you in the future. Say something nice back to them. If they said something mean to you, if they left a bad review, respond as professionally as you can. Make it seem like you want to work with them. Do everything you can to fix their issue, because Google looks at those things, and the better you respond back to them, the more likely they are to continue to show you off better and to put you up there as a preferred vendor um, over those that have no reviews or even have more reviews than you. If you've got five reviews and you've responded to them and they're all recent and somebody has 20 reviews but they're old and have never dealt with it, you've got a better shot of showing up because you're handling your stuff better. I want to talk about this for a second. So we went to a conference and this girl stood up that worked at a marketing agency. It's a conference for digital marketing agencies and all these different people showed up. She didn't work for us, is what I'm saying. Anyway, um, she said, uh, Mr. Speaker, um, we've got a client that just won't show up on Maps. He's getting reviews and he won't show up. And you're like, so you can go into your cat, you can go into your cat, uh, your your city right now. Go type in Google, name your uh, like plumber and plumbing repair in your city or whatever you do for contracting, roofing, whatever it is. And you'll see people with lots of reviews that don't show up in the pack three. And it's because the they're sucking at multiple other things. So reviews alone do not make the make it pop up in maps. Uh, we are, uh, reviews is an organically optimizable item, it's an actively worked item, and Google grades, I don't know how many things, but they grade all these little details, which is why you pay to have the services done. And if you don't have content and worked on a website and trust and you know possibly domain authority still or citations and account set up properly and then regular work being done, they may not trust it. You have lots of reviews, but don't show up because who knows, but we do as many things as possible to ensure that that happens. So lots and lots of our clients show up extremely high in reviews. Your reviews alone won't make it happen, but without reviews, it'll be more difficult, 
right? Yeah. You still see people with no reviews showing up because they have so many other factors going. It could just be that they've been up there for yeah, 15 it's not, years. It's no longer the only factor. It used yeah. to be a huge factor. Now Google has modified it some, but it's still a, a really big factor well, yeah. that, that matters. By God, you need reviews. Yeah. I'm just saying. It will increase your response rate because, again, people like to see the company they're dealing with. You know, I hardly buy anything from anybody if it, they don't have some sort of review that I can verify them through. Right. So you've got to have it. I agree. I agree with it. So got to get it done. As usual, call us. Got any questions, call. We'd like to be a service. Prices are excellent for what we do. We're a full digital marketing agency. We help with every single thing we just talked about. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go out of here. Go watch basketball. I'm going to go watch basketball. All right, bye.